From Alderaan. From Alderaan. To Zenla. To Zenla. To Zenla. And whatever's left of Krypton. We are broadcasting live from the largest ship. From the largest from ship. The largest ship in the galaxy. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. Sanctuary One Radio. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Diamond Jab Props inside here. Welcome to a brand new episode of Sanctuary One Radio. It's a special one uh, because we are less than 24 hours removed from uh, seeing Captain Marvel. El Capitan uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel. Uh, this is, of course, uh, a new... It, it, it's the start of what is going to be a busy spring and summer for Marvel with Endgame uh, about a month and some change away. And, of course, Spider-Man Far From Home uh, coming out in June. So there's a lot of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, you don't even realize that, that all of that is coming up. Like, you really don't even think about it either. Like, you don't go, oh, man, I knew Endgame was coming. But then I was like, man, then we got Spider-Man. And we're already in a new era by that point. So, like, new narratives are going to be getting thrown at us. We're not building towards Thanos anymore. And, so. uh, you know, spoiler free, but happy to say our theories for the next era not totally disproven. By yeah, I know. It's, I, I left the theater. I was kind of like, eh, not I bad. Wasn't, it wasn't like the scrolls were like oppressively bad guys. Yeah, and the yeah, Kree yeah. were like the super nice people we got, of everywhere. We, uh, we'll get into spoilers a little later on, but we got a lot of the alignments right in yeah. terms of where characters fell on the good and evil scale. Um, the reveal might have been much sooner than we uh, had originally anticipated. Very true. Uh, and by much sooner, I mean in the same movie. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of stuff to get into. So uh, for those of you where this is your first time listening, our first 20 minutes is going to be spoiler free. We're going to try our best to avoid any of the spoilers of the film. And then for the rest of the episode, we're going to dive very deeply into spoilers. Are there will, be there be spoilers there, ahead? We will very clearly state where the spoiler division is, though. If that you're is listening, we'll pirates like, maybe spoilers included. following. Yeah, uh, so I'm excited to see kind of where we land on uh, uh, everything, kind of as it pans out. But as always, before we go any further, let's get a quick synopsis of Captain Marvel at its core. Uh, Captain Marvel is an extraterrestrial Kree warrior who finds herself caught in the middle of an intergalactic battle between her people and the Skrulls. Living on Earth in 1995, she keeps having recurring memories of another life as a U.S. Air Force pilot, Carol Danvers. With help from Nick Fury, Captain Marvel tries to uncover the secrets of her past while harnessing her special powers to end the war with the evil Skrulls. Uh, this movie was directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, one of the first films directed by a female, uh, which was dope. Yep. I might add. Very dope. Uh, $152 million budget, which is kind of low for the amount of CG that we saw, uh, at least at the beginning and the end. A lot of the middle is pretty... Well, to be fair, I mean, uh, every scene... Um, had Nick CG. Fury is in yeah. is, every is scene. CG. It, there, there's just a massive amount of CG on his face. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the screenplay, uh, Nicole Perlman, Geneva, uh, Robertson, uh, Doré, uh, Meg LaFauve, Liz, uh, Falive, and, uh, Carly Mensch all contributed to the screenplay. Um, let's get into initial thoughts. Walked into the theater, the movie clocks in at, I think like two hours, 20 minutes. 
two hours, 15 minutes, something like that? I thought it was just under two hours. Just under two hours? Let's find out, though. a little longer, I guess. Fandangy. Fandangy. Answer, answer me this. Uh, The uh, clock-in time for this film. Where are we at? Two hours, four minutes. Two hours, four minutes. So a little little longer than two hours. Initial thoughts, uh, having left the theater and seen Captain Marvel. Um, It did not feel like it was that long of a movie. Like, it it moved pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think... I think it kind of needed to move fast because um, I think we had this conversation earlier is that it needed to do what it needed to do and get it out there and, and get it out the way and get out of the way for, for Endgame. Because <laughs> yeah. people, a lot of people were just like, look, this is just going to wet my palate for Endgame. And then, you know, we I'm going to I'm gonna chew down on that, you know? Yeah. Which is interesting to think because like Black Panther didn't suffer from that, right? Because it was going the movie into Infinity War. Going into Infinity War, like Black Panther seems substantive. And if you if you want to compare this itself. to another movie, um, you really want to compare. You really want to compare this to Black Panther, uh, just for the cultural significance. Um, oh right, yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that. That's the other movie. This is that's probably going to draw a lot of parallels. Yeah, uh, is is going to be Black Panther, just as far as Marvel movies are concerned. Uh, simply because, um, you know, you're finally seeing a, a female-led movie yeah, from Marvel, which is about time. I mean, you know, and I think, you know, seeing how well it's pers- prospected to do uh, or where they think it's going to do, uh, I can only hope that there would be more. Yeah. Uh, in terms of cultural significance, uh, you could feel it in the theater. Uh, you could feel it uh, in the way the film was presented, that this was a big deal for a lot of people, for Marvel fans to see a prominent uh, female superhero. It had already been done with Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman kind of had that stage and held that mantle. But Wonder Woman also suffers from the byproduct that is the perception of the DC Universe in terms of letting the comic book community embrace it fully. Yes. Uh, this movie kind of doesn't have that pressure on its shoulders, it could kind of just enjoy what it's doing uh, and not necessarily have to worry about that, which might be the difference with Black Panther. Black Panther was a spectacle of, you know, socioeconomic importance for yeah, an entire yeah, community. So, yeah. uh, and the same Agreed. could be said with Captain Marvel, but people didn't necessarily have to worry about that going in because of the spectacle that is Endgame. So Captain Marvel could kind of live comfortably in what it wanted to do yeah. and not necessarily have to worry about some of those things or the pressure that comes with some of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think the um, the sub the subplot of her being female was a subplot. Like in Black Panther, it was yes. a... Main major plot, plot point yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was killmonger's driving motivation. motivation yeah yeah and this one it wasn't like the supreme intelligence was just like no females diver- deserve empowerment we're going to yeah. use you to take over the galaxy because yeah. females rule right yeah i'm all for that by the way but um <laughs> but it wasn't like that was the plot um oddly enough i think wonder woman was much more about that yeah and it was much more overt in that plot sub point yeah. than say this movie, but yeah, it. it I mean, it we talked about the, the the big differences between the two is that you know Wonder Woman, uh, very ingrained in her story, Steve Trevor and and a love interest. Yeah. Uh, whereas in you know, uh, spoiler alert, uh, no love interest for Captain Marvel yeah. in this movie. <laughs> If that's said, what you were coming no, in for, I yeah. mean, spoil. We said no spoilers for 20 minutes. I know. So, sorry. Ruining sorry. This. I am. <laughs> there <laughs> were people that went in there wanting Captain Marvel to find true romance, and you've ruined you've it. Ruined maybe it for with them. Jude Law. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No. Um, yeah, no. No. No, no, no. no, 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 no love no, here. No love here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, what is, what is your thought process to that comparison between Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman? Because it's inevitable. It's going to I happen. Think, I like, think there's nothing uh, that props. Really... I think you had a, a great <laughs> look. You, you liked Wonder Woman more. Um, whereas I liked Captain Marvel more. I wouldn't say I liked Wonder Woman more. I would say Wonder Woman, I think, had a better written story for two thirds of its movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Wonder, and this is where we go into like um, genre films. Wonder Woman is probably one of the very first like war movies that had yeah. combo characters in it. Yeah. It showed the gritty realism that is war. war. It wasn't fun. Nineteen forty-one. Yeah. Right. You. It wasn't fun. You saw people with injuries. You saw the wounded coming off the field and how much it broke her. Yes. Yeah. To see that in Captain America, it was like throwing shields, right? Shooting hydra agents, right? It was. Can we can we capture that in a sound bit? Right. Throwing shields. But in like Captain America, that's the closest corollary to that before Wonder Woman in the comic book. And it was Medium very much a movie. stylized war movie, uh, Captain America. Yeah, right. It was, but it wasn't even like a war movie. It alluded to a war that was happening. All they saw was him going off on adventures. Yeah, like Cat Wonder Woman. We saw wound, like I said, we saw wounded coming off the field and being hurt. And like that's what I wanted out of Captain America, and I didn't get that. And I got it in Wonder Woman. Um, the and then little things like um, that you know we can appreciate as a as a movie telling medium now that I'm hoping will become less something that we have to do like uh steve traver steve trevor being naked was played up for laughs not the female character yes like much so steve trevor was the the eye uh, candy the eye candy idealized sexualized object to a degree yeah because he was on an island full of women that had never seen a dude before um so being put into that like there was there was writing that they were done um, another comparison, say to Captain Captain America, we were introduced to the Howling Commandos. Yeah. Uh, other than Dum Dum Dugan, name any of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, none of them. Although I did like the call out in Spider Man that they had. Yes. So uh, they there's with the, with the grandfather. Right. There's illusions, but there's not like no. If I asked any movie going person, yeah. what any the of casual their casual movie goer, right, what what did the French guy do? They'd be like, there was a French guy? He's explosives. You're right. But you're a nerd. And I'm a nerd. <laughs> but the average mewing going person, like, is I not. know that because I love the Howling Commandos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is not. Is not. So that moment, <laughs> like, in you're Wonder Woman, we were introduced to that character. And yes, they were very tropish. You had your PTSD sniper. You had your yeah. Native American tracker. Like, they were, they were super tropey, but they at least gave me screen time with them and introduced me to them. As individuals. As individuals. Instead Not of just as an already like, preset group. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. the only reason you care about the Howling Commandos and Captain America is if you know who the Howling Commandos are. Otherwise, the dude with the mustache and the weird hat. Yeah, for cat. some people. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I see it. Uh, I, I personally liked Captain Marvel better than Wonder Woman. Like um, I, said, I, I wouldn't say I liked one more than the other. It's yeah. just one. Like I said, I the first Captain two Captain Marvel better more. I would. Say. I would say it's well, a more enjoyable movie. I, but like, well, I agree. I think it is a more enjoyable movie. I don't think for anything, the, especially for the last. Third. I don't think anyone comes out of a but war think, movie being like, "Oh, that made me feel happy." But I even right? think there were things that Wonder Woman, from a writing standpoint, did better. Oh yeah, for example, yeah. I mean, establishing Themyscira versus Hala. 
Yes. Right? Yes. We spent Hala feels more like eye candy than Themyscira did. Well, we barely, we barely even got any. Is that's it like one we, exterior we got shot and a, and a and subway, subway scene? scene. <laughs> right. uh, so, like, I, I the writing, I, and that's why I agree. The first two thirds of that I think is stronger in Wonder Woman, but I think the ending in Captain America blows or, it. Captain, uh, Captain, or Captain Marvel blows it out of the water. I don't right. Even think so, it's close. Captain Marvel was more consistent throughout its movie. Agree. Wonder Woman had. Uh, kind of a, a really good start, high peak. <laughs> and then a really high peak, and then just bot- bottom. Magneto showed up when Magneto yeah, shows when up. When Magneto yeah. shows up, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, or whenever they started getting into the villain, and I did that with scare quotes to anybody who's listening, um, <laughs> or sac- uh, sarcastic quotes. I'm gonna go with sarcastic quotes because it was like it's sarcastic the villain. Quotes, it's the villain. It was like it's this guy, and I was like, no, no. no it, as soon as no. you're like playing him up, he would call like somebody would call him Aries. It's not him. It's the guy that's always a villain, except for the one time he was Lupin. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. True. I, I love that guy, but he's always a villain. But he's always a villain. As soon as, soon as you're like, oh, hey, and he's being way too nice to the main characters. He's the bad guy. He's yeah. like, I'm like, totally on your side. Believe me, I am not Magneto. What a twist, right? You know, uh, I wasn't surprised. But that's that. That's Wonder Woman. This movie, though, it's much more consistent. I think, as we said, it's probably the first, like, hard comic book movie yeah. that we've seen out of there. I think it there. feeds off of its era, like the era it's set in. Like, 90s were known for, like, comic booky movies. I guess I could see that. They leaned hard into um, it. And I think that kind of fed, it kind of fed off that, where it took those tropes that we were used to from the 90s and the movies we'd seen in the 90s, I think. Yeah. I think they, they included some of that. Blowing, Maybe up, I'm, blowing up the jukebox. The, the, the blockbuster. The blockbuster video. You know the the alien crashing through the the, crashing the, the, through the, the roof, roof of a of a retail yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah, very like nineties. Not even comic book, but just like sci fi. Yeah, nineties yeah, 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 movie. Uh, you know, secret. Uh, well, I don't even want to get into that. Uh, well, we no, no, more yeah. no more spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> the blockbusters in the trailer. So I'm yeah, not worried yeah. about that. Uh, but what I was about to say was is part of the synopsis, which I'll get into later. Um, um, but I'm, I'm, but in that, like, it's it's very much. It's still again. It almost feels narratively like a step backwards in what Marvel's been doing. A, a, as far as like, it's not a genre film; it's a comic. It's definitely well, I think a not superhero in complexity. movie. I think we are our standards. I'm not saying that's bad. No, no, I'm not saying I that's think, bad. But I think narratively, it feels I think very it's an, much it's like an a, odd movie to come into when, at least mentally, I'll, I'll put it this way: mentally, I am I am in the season of being ready for the Russo brothers. And the Russo brothers overcomplicate things for the sake of doing so. And I kind of love that. No, and I love it for what they do in their narratives. It's very complex. So this movie comes in and it it's not really incredibly complicated, but it's it's not like a point A to point B and film it, it's either. It's got some twists and turns. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. got some twists for within the narrative the, the, that they and, were and telling. And twists that we didn't expect in this movie. We expected it later, yeah, yeah, but not in this. But movie. not in this movie. Um, but I I I can agree to an extent that like I feel like the writing f- for this is I don't know if it's backwards, but it's just it falls into the it falls into just a really great version of a of the regular comic book film that we're used to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas we are, we've come to 
appreciate the genre film yeah. a little more. And that's kind of what we're pining for now. And I, I think it was, uh, you know, as, as far as like when we talked about championing, like championing, um, like female heroes, mm-hmm. it was able to do that in a way that wasn't like in your face. It wasn't, no, it was, wasn't super. They wanted to make a nap. The only yeah. real female it wasn't moment, super, like, like tropey, the know? only real female empowering moment was, um, uh, about it was fairly late in the film on the yeah, farm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was probably the only moment that I was like, okay, no, nah, this is where they deliver their message and and uh, and take it from there. But well, let's start. Let's stop skirting around it. Yeah, uh, let's stop skirting around it. Let's stop beating around the bush and let's actually get to is it. Spoilers. Yeah. Yes. Spoilers. Okay, hold on. There be spoilers here. <laughs> So if you have not seen the film yet, please do yourself a favor, go to your local movie theater, buy a ticket for Captain Marvel, go see it. Or if you are completely okay with spoilers, then be sure to hang around uh, because we're about to get into it right now. We go get down in it. Pause here, go see movie, resume playing. Resume playing afterwards. Please finish the episode. Um, yes, please. So don't leave us here. We get stuck like this. Let's let's see how quickly I can I can get through this. So uh, your movie begins. Captain Marvel. Uh, the movie already establishes from day one. She Veers. is part. Uh, she is Veers. She is part of this. Uh, I guess you would call it the this commando unit. Star Force. This yeah, the Star Force. So think it's, think it's, of uh, Ronan and the Accusers. Ronan, who we've seen in Guardians of the Galaxy, and the Accusers as as a hammer. Yes. They just destroy crap. Whereas uh, the the Star Force is more like an elite scalpel strike force. Yeah, they're like thing. a commander. There's there's they're a like sniper. The there's yeah. a yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. lack of a better way of putting it. Uh, anyway, they are they are sent on a mission in the middle of an embroiled war with the scrolls, a shape shifting entity. Uh, that has been uh, infiltrated. That, that have been yeah, they've been infiltrating the Kree, looking for a uh, light speed uh, drive that was created by a Doctor Marv. Vell. Uh, they go to a uh, – it, it is ultimately revealed uh, that they find the location uh, for Marvel at a location known as C-53. Surprise, surprise. Props, you probably love the fact that Earth is at the centerpiece of every fucking thing possible. C-53 is Earth. Oith. What are the odds? It was Oith. Um, <laughs> it was Earth. Uh, in in a fight with the... I like sc- how they never call it Earth. It's it's not like... like every other, C-53. Every other movie, it's like, it's what the humans call Earth. Earth. No, no it's C-53. C-53. Yeah, whatever the designation. And, and they're like, have you ever been to C-53? I have. It's a shithole. Yeah. In a, in a fight with the uh, in a fight with the scroll, uh, uh, Veers is captured and is taken aboard a ship to be interrogated. Where it's revealed that uh, this doctor, this doctor Lawson, as she's called in the film, um, is part of Veers's memories. Whoever the hell she and is, in a project Pegasus, in a project Pegasus that they were working on at one point or another. Um, it turns out that the scroll are currently in orbit around Earth and Veer's crash lands through a blockbuster video store where she is met by Nick Fury and uh, Agent Coulson uh, and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, well, first met by a security guard. First met by a security which guard, Which led yes. to a funny moment. It was like, where is your communication equipment? And he points at a radio shack, yeah. which was, another, again, another huge call out because there are no more radio shacks. Because there are no yep. more radio shacks. And there's only, so. apparently there is only one blockbuster only one left blockbuster, on the planet yes. now. Yes, and they're, yes. they're making, like, they actually use that as, it's a tourist attraction now. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, silly. You can go hey, to blockbuster what, video. Whatever you got to do, keep open, you know? Whatever you got to do. No late fees. 
through the film, uh, it is slowly revealed uh, Captain Marvel's backstory, or Veers at this point. Uh, she is Carol Danvers. She is an Air Force uh, pilot, uh, or a hopeful Air Force pilot, because in, in the late 80s, early 90s, women were not uh, allowed, allowed to fly, to fly combat in missions, combat yeah. missions, but they were allowed to do test missions. So they yeah, were they working were test with, pilots. Yeah, they were test pilots. They were working with this Dr. Lawson on what was a project in the hopes of of stopping war, not starting it. Um, ultimately, uh, an item makes a surprise appearance in this film. Well, not until way later. Not until way later. Which, way which did you late. expect that? No, no, yeah, I didn't. No, not. I didn't. Um, um, well, it, it, well, I mean, we bring I it up at least as far as the timeline I, goes. Yeah. I think I know why yeah. it was. But everything, uh, everything in this film has been leading to this idea of trying to find two things in particular: the light speed drive that uh, Doctor Lawson was working on, and this, uh, this, uh, what we assumed was her secret lab coordinates for her secret lab. Um, Mm-hmm. There's some uh, there's some espionage that goes on as it's revealed that the scrolls are not this uh, warfaring race that the Kree make them out to believe. They're actually refugees. Yes. Apparently, the Kree blew up their planet. Yes. Destroyed their planet and then uh, is systematically hunting them down. For whatever reason, we don't know. This is, of course, all done by the orders of the Supreme Intelligence, Supreme a collection of uh, logical intellects from the history of um, Cree existence uh, that have come together and have made the distinction of this is why we're doing what we're doing with really no explanation as to why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this is kind of where we, we see the cracks in the story a little bit in that the villains of this film – not that this film is bad, but are the weakest point. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you have you have uh, the Supreme Intelligence where we don't really get anything. She just plays uh, – or uh, it just plays – betting, yeah. Yeah, just plays, plays mind games with uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. And uh, we Poorly. get – Yeah, and we get Ronan who is like – Ronan is kind of just – Just there. He's filler for fans. <laughs> <laughs> he's Sorry, like, he's uh, Darth Maul at the end of Solo. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. Very literally, he is. <laughs> and yeah. then, and then you have Korath, who's again brought back yeah, from Guardians. Filler uh, for that. Yep. And then you have uh, Yon Rog, um, which is a super underutilized Jude Law. Yes, super under uh, underutilized. What he was in, I liked, but he could have done so much more. I I just. Yeah, I don't know. The the even the scenes he was in, like I said, the only scene I really enjoyed him in was the last one he was in. Like the la the last scene and I was like, that was oh, a okay. great scene though. I I believe what's happening on screen right now. The other ones I was just like, you could have substituted Jude Law with somebody else and I like that was less acting caliber. Yeah, yeah. And probably gotten this that has close to, do with to the performance? same. Or no, no, I don't think writing. it's. I don't think it's him. I think it's the writing and direction. Okay. Like Jude Law could have act, can act better than what that scene was asking for, mm-hmm. and I think he played it to the best of his ability. But I don't think they were asking for very much. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know the um, the supreme intelligence stuff. Like, well, I think this is the problem with any introduction superhero movie. Is that you have an introduction to villain as well? Well, you have to set up. You have to set up the setting. You have to set up the hero and you have to set up the villain. And I don't think even in two hours you have a reasonable expectation of doing all of those. Mm-hmm. Like I think, think I think what helped 
with Captain Marvel is she didn't even know she was the hero throughout. Like, right. We were discovering how she was a hero at the same yeah. time she was. Yeah. Which was a better way of handling the superhero introduction exposition. Yeah. Which is the only reason I'm forgiving the amnesia story. Yeah. Because we were on the same journey she was to figure out that she was a hero. Yeah. Which I think also goes back to your Nova theory, which is why like we're on the journey to figure out why Nova's a hero in that same time. Which yeah. is why that, I think, the the introduction of the hero becomes the story. And that's not the case in this. Yeah. The story was getting the scrolls and the Kree and getting... Uh, we haven't said it yet. The Tesseract. The Tesseract. So the Space Stone is the MacGuffin of this bit, movie. Before we get into that, uh, the the real MVP of this whole movie, Goose. Yes, we will. Can't. <laughs> Goose is uh, it's it's Disney being Disney is is what that was. I mean, it's Hard. it's in the comics. It's in the comics. I know, but. <laughs> That's that's not Disney being Disney. That's Mar. That's Marvel being Marvel and that's Disney Marvel being. Like, let's just put Disney that on screen because it it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. That and how can we show a cat floating in zero deg- zero gravity and have yeah. it look so? Peter Peter was having a ball with that. It was I so guarantee you. But it wasn't a real cat. At yeah, that well, point. they don't care. It's not even a real cat ever. <laughs> ever at that point, it's a flurk. It's a flurk. It's actually played by four cats um, who are all adorbs. But so it gets to uh, it gets to this point where it is revealed that the light speed engine. Uh, that Marvel, yeah, uh, that Marvel was working on, and the purpose of it was in the hopes of finding a home for the scroll and the item that she was using was the Tesseract. Basically, to give them a way of getting so far away from the Kree, they would never have to worry about fleeing from them again. Correct. Yes. Which, um, which they they needed something that could go faster than anything the Kree could have, and that was using the Space Stone. Which, thinking about it. Makes sense. Makes sense from so a scientific if you, if you, standpoint. If you also think about it, she is a precursor to the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, as far as getting their powers derived from an Infinity Stone. I never really got how like so the well the light speed engine was based off the space stone. It's based off power derived from from the that. Tesseract. Okay, and then it explodes. Well, I mean, it, and then I mean, Red Skull would power. be a precursor to everyone because he used the same energy in his weapons to. Well, yeah, but I mean, as as far as a physical person, like gaining a power gaining from gaining a it. power from it. Red Skull's power was derived from the serum. No, yeah, I'm saying just. But using it to power something. But she would be a precursor to like humans modified by an infinity stone. Yes. Yes. But this, this is the, the infinity, the space stone is the MacGuffin of the movie. Yes. Uh, It is what everybody's going after. Um, And then they play that up. I did, I did like that they, there's, there's a point and we're talking about this in the fight scene when the bad guys are going after the, the Tesseract and mm-hmm. it's in the Fonzie lunchbox, which yes. is hilarious. I love mm-hmm. that. I, I love that 90% of the theater, like f- probably 40% of the theater had no idea what that was a yeah, reference well, was, to. Was Fonzie? Um, and we mm-hmm. were, we were in a pretty widespread of people. So I find yeah. that pretty awesome. Um, so that was probably told for the 40 to 50% of people that might get it. Yeah. Um, but the Fonzie lunchbox, and they put the Tesseract in it, and then later on, she takes the Tesseract out. They didn't hide that from us, and she fought like she was still trying to protect it. Yes. Like, I think that's your WWE acting coming in. Yeah. Um, because she she sold me on that, that she was legitimately trying to fight to keep the box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in that scene. And that was, that was, that I liked that, that they weren't like, 
oh, she's protecting the Tesseract. And then you find out, no, it was a bait and switch. No, they were like, no, no, no. It's, it, you know it's you a bait and switch. You know it's a bait and switch. Which most movies I don't think would have done. Correct. I, I think also, most movies would have been that the reveal is. It was never in the launch box. I also to begin like with. how they, like, whereas the Talos, Talos? Talos? Talos. Um, he was, he even admits he's done many bad things in this war to try and save his people. But you have moments of tenderness between him and his family. And even moments where he says he knows he's going to have to kill some Kree officers for them to escape. And he tells them, yeah, you know, cover has, has his cover his eyes, cover his eyes. So he doesn't see, have to see the horrible things I'm about to do. It's just trying to win the audience over because you've established him as this, Villain for half yeah, of yeah. the film that you kind of have to but unravel, and, I, and I like that that they added those yeah. small things in there, you know. Um, and that, and then that, uh, sorry, uh, but that one moment where he calls out to the rest of the scrolls on the ship. Yeah, like uh, I know people like, in the theater were like Whoa. that weird ululating call that he was doing. Yeah. Like, was all, there was like a sadness to it. Uh, like like a little bit, which just sound like a, a it just longing. sound like an animalistic call. Yeah. Uh, because when they came out, it the scroll it made the scene made it seem like the scrolls knew what the call was, but they wanted to see who it was. Yeah, because the ship had been abandoned up to this that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, ultimately, it leads to Captain Marvel going all Captain Marvel on the on Ronin's fleet. <laughs> Oh uh, boy! And what does is she uh, go? yeah? And what is well, uh, we well spicy there's AF the fight trailer. scenes, and then you see her becoming more and more accustomed to her power. Correct, then she encounters yes. the the AI, the supreme intelligence again, and the supreme intelligence very stupidly tries to play mind games with her. Which again, I I I feel like again supporting our theory that the supreme intelligence can understand logic, logic but has a hard time with emotion. So let me put it this way: uh, if if Here's here's the only flaw in our in our universal plan. Okay, this is not really a great start for the supreme intelligence as an interesting enough villain. True to true, carry true. the MCU for the next ten years. This is not like like if 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 you're judging a horse like right out of the box, the speed that it puts out. This is this is not a great start. Like. You're you're you you tripped up out of the gates. You might be able to make it up later, but it's not it's not. It's gonna be tough. It's you gonna can be do tough. Better. It's gonna be tough. We're not mad. We're just dis- so yeah. I'm I'm not mad. I'm just like um. But uh. So so anyway, she tries to tries to um. She tries to outsmart her and tries, depress, tries her depress her and her say you're with with moments of failure. But every moment of failure. Carol has gotten back up Correct, and tried yeah. again. Uh, and that is what the Supreme Intelligence cannot understand is the the, the effectiveness of human determination. Human determination, yeah. Which right. seizes the day. Mm-hmm. So uh, and then you see her uh, you see her stop one missile, which then allows her to blow stop up all, all the, other the other missiles. missiles. She goes uh, very which Captain Marvel. Which I find very Hard to believe. Hard to believe. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. one missile causing a cascade of every missile around it to explode. Like, why would you even fire them in that dense of a cluster? Like, it's true. Like, were they all hitting one target? Like, why would you fire what that many missiles of, at yeah, one spot? At one spot, if the idea was destroying was it, the planet. Was it, was it just me? But I thought Ronan looked weird without his little makeup thing he had on in Guardians. I, I'm I think they de-aged the- it. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, so okay. one I think is de aging. Two, I'm interested to see if the black mark 
is his disavowalment. Oh, true, true, true. Okay, okay. Because I don't remember there being any other Cree with that paint on. No, he was the only one that yeah, we seen yeah, do And right. so I'm wondering if that paint signifies his disavowalment from from Cree the culture, rest from yeah. Cree culture I'm, and society. I'm, I'm wondering if it's like a it's a holdover to older Cree like war paint. Uh, like oh, maybe yeah, pre yeah, yeah. supreme intelligence, like pre whatever this current. So maybe once like, once nice, he, nice once is. he was. Uh, once he was excommunicated, if you will, he then falls back on old Cree old ways. Old Cree ways, which okay. is what he did. When maybe, he... maybe we're looking into it, but... Yeah, but uh, that's my assumption. Uh, and then she, she goes real Captain Marvel and everything. Yeah. and she kicks everyone's ass, and then Jude Law tries to talk her into a fist fight at the oh end. Oh my god, it's so great. He oh, like literally, funny scene. literally goes... Prove to me, prove your power to me, prove your worth. Like, no, enough with the light show. Like, you think the like, enough with the light as, show is really funny. As every as every villain tries to do, throw your weapons on the floor and we'll fist Let's fight. fist to cuff it out. Yeah, we'll John, we'll John Wick it, and, and then you know, like, and she's like, no, psych, nah, bro. Well, no. oddly enough, I usually think it's the hero who does that. That right, does right, that. Right. Who goes it's the hero look. that falls for that. I think. Well, I always thought it was like the hero being like, look, why don't we just fight man to man? Keep everybody else out of this. We'll do this and this will determine the end. all. Uh, be well, all. I see villains like, do it. I yeah. I I've always seen it villains. as villains that yeah. do it and the hero f- like falls for it. The and then they goes, pull out a knife. Yeah. And, and then there's it. like some like, it's like a, a joker thing to do. Like, oh, guess what? I got a knife in my boot. Like, you, know. you me and my guards. Yeah. 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 It's, um, uh, but ultimately, she sends him back to uh, Cree society uh, to say, hey, you're going back empty handed and uh, you tell the supreme intelligence I'm coming to take shit apart. Well, like, I'm coming for you, except I'm going to go find them a home first. So I think maybe it was a threat. Like, so the thing is, they know she could get there easily. They know she can wreck things easily. So it's that standing threat. We don't know where she is. So, so we yeah. better. We probably shouldn't mess with Earth. Uh, ultimately, it leads to the closure of the narrative, where she leaves with the scrolls to go search for a home. And Nick Fury uh, loses Nick an Fury eye. Nick Fury loses an eye uh, by getting it scratched by, by a not cat. By a not cat. A flirkin. Flirkin. You. Um, uh, it's also the creation of the newly titled Avengers Initiative. Which, uh, yeah, which we on, talked about was kind of a little, little, but little it's okay. yeah. It was originally going to be the Protector Initiative. Yeah, it was going to be the I really was hoping they would say the Defender Initiative. Uh, that would have been great. That would have been a nice little homage to... Right? Because the Defenders were what um, Captain America's team was called. Originally? Yeah. In the 1940s. Yeah. Well, that was the, the Invaders. Defenders. Oh, right. So the Invaders, I would say uh, maybe the well, Invaders. The Invaders might not ring over very well. The Defenders were, were, were separate, but... They were separate. Yeah, the Defenders was the Luke Cage one. Um and My then, uh, and then, uh, roll credits, but then we get our scene, the scene that everyone was hoping for. Oh yeah. Uh, which we're probably going to watch replay let us, again. Let yeah. us, let us set the scene. Let's set the you. scene here. Chris Evans is overlooking. Brooding like a mother. Trucker. Brooding. He, they asked With him to smolder like a mother. Hey, Chris said, Evans, you we know, need you to smolder, you know how to smolder at this invisible screen. Oh, thank you. And he was like, I got you, dog. As he watches the numbers pile up of oh. uh, humans that have disappeared across the planet. They've gone through a dusting. He and uh, Black Widow are standing in awe as the number continues to pile and pile and pile and pile and pile uh, until um, War Machine 
until Rhodey walks in and says, hey, that oh, thing Rhodey. you brought in. Stop working. Stop yeah. doing whatever it was doing. Uh, they bring it in to reveal uh, the pager that Nick Fury receives from Captain Marvel in the film and that he used at the end uh, of Infinity Avengers War. Infinity War, uh, hooked up to a compilation of what looked like battery units. It looks like eight or nine different cells trying to charge this thing. Um, ultimately, it shuts off, uh, in which uh, Bruce Banner says to them, uh, whatever it was doing, whatever signal it was sending, it has stopped. Yeah, they sent. even they even said they bypassed the battery to give it direct power, and it just and stopped. it's just stopped. Uh, Chris Evans uh, then says, uh, uh, Steve Rogers then says, "Hey, uh, let me get this thing turned back. Whatever on you, you need to do, what, whatever you th- need to do." Fury thought it was important. Yeah. You know. uh, Black Widow then says, uh, "If Fury had it at the time of his disappearance, it's Fury, important." It's important. The moment she you turns, figure out what this is, yeah. you let me know. And she I turns know who's around. around. I want to know who's on the other I end of this. I want to know who's on the other end of it. She turns around, and Captain Marvel is standing like, right literally there. Literally standing there. Go, where's Fury? Where's Fury? Like, um, like, like, damn. Black, uh, cut to black. Damn. And Captain Marvel will return. Captain Marvel will in return. In Avengers Endgame. In Avengers Endgame. And it's like, uh, I'll be honest. I was not expecting her just to be there. It's funny because... Uh, and I'll address this real quick. I I wasn't expecting it, but it doesn't surprise me because that's probably 15 minutes of the film you can cut. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. Well, how's how's Captain Marvel gonna get there? Doesn't matter. She's already there. Already Move there. on. <laughs> Done. Done. Next thing. I know you were wondering that. But guess what? So now that Moving we on. now that we've gotten through all this, let's talk about the timeline. This movie's kind of weird. Well, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it interjects itself, and like it, it introduces just, some questions, right? It shoehorns itself into the timeline. Correct. So, like, if we think about it, we know in 1940s, 1940, yes, 1941, the first captain. Well, not World War Two, so that'd be nineteen World War Two. Yeah, right? well, forty-one is when he he underwent the test. Forty-three is when he right when they they actually go to war. Correct. When they and then he gets war. he the. Uh, it winds up somewhere in the Arctic away from him. Correct. Howard Stark finds the Tesseract. And they probably give it to Project Pegasus at that point. Well, well we don't know. because been testing I mean, it for the next 60 years. From 1944, roundabouts, 1943, 1944, when he finds it, to 1995, when we see it in the hands of Marvel. Like That's 50-some-odd yeah, yeah. Well, years. Pegasus is a government project. I mean, so so. I, I get why she might have it. I kind of feel like Shield would have been much more involved if Shield, if the Strategic Homeland Reserve, which is what they were before, yes, the in Iron Man, in Iron Man, uh, she, uh, Strategic Homeland Enforcement. What were they it's before Shield? Logistic Division. Before they were Shield, yeah. they were called the the SS something or the SSR. I think is what they were. Is it the S? I don't remember what they were, but they were they weren't called Shield yet. Yeah, that yeah. was when uh, Peggy was still the head of them. So some people had a problem where they were like, "Well, didn't Coulson say they didn't have the name Shield in the first Iron Man? Like they just came up with it?" And I was like, "That they, could be that could be yeah the Strategic Scientific Reserve, the SSR." Yeah. So yeah. so that could that could have been. Um, I was thinking USSR. He, and I was he like, could have just right. been playing with Tony, and and Pepper. Like, they might have read. They might have. Well, we know Shield's acronym has changed. Yeah. From when like Nick Fury to present day, so they could have been they just rebranded it, yeah, yeah, or they just came out with an acronym for it. Like they could have just been called Shield before, but their acronym didn't stand for anything. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. But nineteen forty, the mid nineteen forties, 
the Tesseract all winds the way up to in Howard Stark's. Fifty years later, we now know the location of that that Tesseract. Then uh, Nick Fury, the Flurkin, eats it. The cat eats the Tesseract. Yep. We see it cough up, cough it up sometime later. Like the office has changed. It's like, newer. It's much more modern. Yeah. Right. It changed somehow. Like there's a, there's the a computer's newer computer. black. Like right? there's a black but keyboard. But it's, it's still it a cathode ray computer. So that means right. it's still early 2000s. Yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for a government computer. Like it's not a flat screen. So, so we know it's so not. So it's pre-Iron Man. We know that. Right. So it's pre-Iron Man. So sometime from there, we don't see it again until the end of Captain or the end of Thor. When they give it to the scientist, and they say, and you see Loki <laughs> hovering, over, hovering it, yeah. over it, and he goes, I'm "Well, Loki. isn't that interesting, right?" Loki, Loki. Um, and then that's in 2010. Yeah, I think it was the Thor movie. So it's another decade, right? So <laughs> if we, go we assume through, that that's at what? Two, let's just say 2001, for the sake right. of example. You're looking at another. So let's say that years. cat that cat ate it for six years. Yeah, they had ten years to play around with That's it. That's bad indigestion. I don't know how flurkins work. Do you? Nope. Exactly. So I mean, he didn't force, <laughs> he didn't wharf it up. We saw him eat three Cree. His body mass is larger yeah. than that. True. Yeah. So something's up. I don't know what's going on with that flurkin. I uh, but who knows? But so who knows? Um, the science doesn't. But we up. have sixty years, seventy. Almost eighty years of history, correct? With this, the with the stone just on Earth, or mm-hmm. the space stone just on Earth, and then the bouncing around that it's done mm-hmm. within over there, time. Yeah. Over that time, that was interesting to to see how that works. You know, because you had that big gap, you didn't know what was going on. Right. Well, um, like I just assumed it was put into a basement until they were like, just a, yeah. It, what, it, what's it, this do again? It's doing stuff again. But who knows? Um, my biggest problem with it is the introduction of the fact that Fury knew about aliens pre-Thor. Yeah, and that yeah, because that what he says were hopelessly outmatched. Like the he line, I went back and I watched the scene on YouTube because yeah. I really wanted to figure it out. It was just like they're like, "Why?" Well, that's the the nuclear deterrent because that always works out so Correct, well. And he's yeah. like, "Look, we're we're always researching weapons. This is something." He goes, and he goes, "Do you want to rephrase that?" And he shows that he's lying that they're they're making them now, and the plans Shield made them. He's like, "We confiscated them from like Hydra or whatever." And he says, "Yeah." Um, yeah. And then they go, "Why are you doing this?" And he just he points at Thor and he goes, "Because of him." Yeah. Uh, and he goes, what? And he was like, not only did we learn, uh, we are not alone, but we are hopelessly, hilariously outgunned. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a, at the time of Avengers was reasonable assumption. Like he's just like, you guys, you guys had like a sparring match and leveled an entire town in New Mexico. Correct. Um, but he watched, I think, I think maybe he was just doing that as a sca- like an easy scapegoat. Cause well, he so, didn't, he didn't and that's, to tell so here's anything. my theory around that, because I think, I think you're, you're on to something. But my theory is if he then says to them, I've seen we discovered aliens in 1995, there is no proof that would, that would be reasonable to win the argument. Yeah. To, he would to be making up something for something. He's o- the only one. And who's they already know. It. They already said Fury's secrets have secrets Correct. and lies have. Li- so, like, so know. what is true and what is not? The only thing that is true is that he could legitimize. We've been doing this 
because of him. When he showed up. An easy target. In in the first Thor, and then you fought him in the same movie, I could potentially win you over to my argument because you've experienced this. It's all part of the same narrative. So I could understand why he wouldn't bring up Captain Marvel in that argument there. But I, I do. I actually think. I actually think that statement lends credence because it's it's now it's obvious what he's talking about. Yes, Thor is one thing, but now we have evidence for what that statement means, which is we are like he says it at the end uh, of the film in Captain Marvel when he says our number one asset is now gone. Agreed, but it's one of those ones like. Like no, why, didn't, why didn't he do more previously? No traction seems to be made in 15 years. Well, I mean, first he had to rise up the ranks and he had to convince which I, them. Which I get that. But I mean, like, again, this this is the shield and the the S, like the SSR guys like they will build it if they think there's a reason and they have reason to believe there's reason now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, well, it, it well also, to your point, I mean, how how. Easy and or hard would that have been with Hydra having influenced S.H.I.E.L.D. for the last 50 years? You don't think Hydra wants to make those weapons? Oh, I'm not saying they don't. I'm saying how easy would it have been for Nick Fury to rise the ranks for an experience that he, outside of himself and Coulson, are the only S.H.I.E.L.D. agents to have experienced. Yeah, true. This is up very Up to that true. point. Like, no other people in S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, there was, there was no one else who, who was up in but space where, and saw what Captain Marvel can do. Where, where, where were these aliens that you yeah. saw? Not I, that they don't exist, but I don't know how Nick Fury would have been able to start an initiative this without is a real some type threat, of evidence. you know? Yeah. But, but still, though, there's certain things, like, they seem surprised by Thor. He met Captain Marvel, like... The cat, like, and again, there's a few things that like we don't know what he witnessed, but like, did she not tell him she flew through alien spaceships like they were butter? Like, arguably, and if we're saying this, if she's how they defeat Thanos, like if she's the the, the ticket, we have all the original Avengers. We have Thor. We have Captain America. We have Iron Man. Well, so were what? they surprised by Thor though? Because they, I mean, you got to think they built a facility to test the hammer in a matter of days so it seemed yeah, like they true. were they they were prepared for testing maybe not handling whatever she built something out. to build to yeah. test the hammer colson colson drives out to find the hammer and all of a sudden they've got a facility and then they have a it. facility built um, around it because it's like it's like two days that p- dudes are like trying to build a hammer and then the rest of like, shield oh, yeah arrives. pick up the hammer yeah well but i'm not saying that, like that's a that's a response but like the fact that he was an alien like how powerful he was, like they they seem well, ill-equipped well, to deal with something of that power level, and he knew they would have to be. Well, according to the stuff that that Fury, the guys that Fury fought in Captain Marvel weren't necessarily extraordinarily strong. They just had better technology. Well, I'm still saying if things like Captain Marvel exist out there, sure. that's your new baseline. That's what you have to reach. Which, that's what you have to do. At the end, the end of the day, she's still a human. But, the, but, no, but but if it, you but if you want to but if you want to get into the surprise aspect, then Thor happens. There's no uh, up to this point we have no evidence of any any other extraterrestrial sequence other than Iron Man and Captain America. Up to that point, but for me, like if they'd found the plans, like if Iron Man was like, oh hey, they just started making this stuff. There's there's a large distance. Like if he knows, even again, if she's human. 
Captain Marvel's now the new baseline. Mm -hmm. He has to assume that aliens have a Captain Marvel. You have to. It's the same. It's the same. uh, What almost happened is an interesting conversation in BVS when it's just like if something like this exists and we have no deterrent, Mm -hmm. you have to assume that it could go bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Like there could be an alien out there that could suck Captain Marvel's powers and her memories and then suddenly show up on Earth and be like, kabooey. Like nothing, apparently nothing stops Captain Marvel from drilling into the core of the planet and blowing the planet up. Sure. I don't think there is. Right. But I mean, like that should be his new baseline, but he didn't start working on weapons apparently until Thor shows up. And you can't say it was like, he had to be director for a while because people are respecting the out of him. Maybe he thought Captain Marvel will come back. I I, I mean, that's a flip. He had had a pager, but I mean, still though, like if, he doesn't know how long it's going to take her to come back there. Sure. I'm also a big problem with the fact that apparently he didn't pager during the invasion of New York. Was a, was an alien invasion of America not worth paging Captain Marvel? Not if he already had the assets that he had and he, to begin but, with. But why – with that one, they barely did it. He had faith in them? Yeah. I don't know if the point was that he That's, barely did it. The point was... Well, no, they barely succeeded. It took Iron Man riding a nuke yeah. into the portal. No, I'm not debating that. What I'm saying is he already had six powered individuals. But who knew if that was enough? Why? That, that to me, was an emergency. Like, I get not calling her for Ultron because that was a terrestrial thing. But he was being invaded by aliens. Yeah. You call her. Right? Like why when the portal opened up above New York, why wasn't he paging Captain Marvel? I think I think uh, my my I assumption would be because it, he had Thor. I thought he yeah. I think I think a big part of it was that he saw it was a break la- break at last moment gla- break glass at last moment. Like this is his last. This is his trump card. That's who he calls out when the like when everyone else is done. And yeah. so that's at the end of but, Infinity War. But he, he didn't like, know that. He had, Infinity War? he had no intelligence saying that this was happening at Infinity War. In Infinity War, well, he that, knew that that wasn't any at, to well, the scale for, for of in, of New for, York. But he doesn't but, need to know that. For, for All Infinity he knows War, is people, people are disappearing, disappearing, and the Avengers don't exist at this point. So he needs We'd, something. And he yeah. knows, but they're he, all he, on he, Earth. And he might know Tony Stark is no longer on Earth. Yeah. And Thor's, well, they know these the not thing there either. Missing. Thor's not there either. So they know Tony Stark's gone. I wouldn't Thor's even. Not there. Yeah, well, they, My, they know Tony Stark's gone. I took it as the events of Civil War broke them up. He now loans. So if he calls somebody, he he's not he, getting the full Avengers. He's getting half of them, or he's getting a quarter well, he, of them. But even at the beginning of Avengers, they were kind of split up. Like they weren't working co- like super cohesively together. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't a team yet. So again, in the event of an alien invasion of New York, why wouldn't you at least attempt to contact her? Mm. Why? Why not? Like, that is a massively bad event. Even if you have Thor there, he's an alien. You don't know if he's going to bounce. Mm-hmm. You have Iron Man, but who, the, again, it took him riding a nuke into there to defeat them. Mm-hmm. You have Captain America. What's he going to do? Throw his shield through the portal? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, he had, Hulk was off who knows where, like, crash landing and talking to a janitor mm-hmm. like he didn't have the avengers mm-hmm. they came together at the very last minute mm-hmm. and st- and stopped it barely but to his point For that Coulson. was his that was his hope right but again why wouldn't you use the pager because you're using them 
but you don't like again if there's even a one percent chance so they could fail she's a safe bet that you know i guess what brian said but he also like, but if if you're making the same argument you also have no idea how long it's going to take her to get there but that's what i mean like if there's even a one percent chance that the avengers could fail he doesn't know the avengers like could fail or why the people are disappearing or if captain marvel's disappearing or if his pager's not going to work Again, there's no there's no baseline. Like as soon as there is an emergency that is that is beyond terrestrial capabilities, like beyond Shield's capabilities, he should call Captain Marvel. Putting putting all of your eggs in the Avengers basket, yeah, barely worked. Yeah, I could, but that's, I could even but that's knowing him for the a, end. Like I look at it as he's either going to bet on what he has or bet on what's not there yet. But why would you not bet with everything? Like if if the option is Earth earth gets destroyed mm-hmm. why wouldn't you bet with everything if it's if it's total annihilation mm-hmm. or winning why wouldn't you bet everything in your hand that's I, like I mean, Fury. That's, like, yeah that's yeah yeah but I that mean, that to me doesn't character that but that like that doesn't make any sense to me like again if it's total annihilation yeah winning those are your two <laughs> options why wouldn't you put all your cards on the table like there's no point in holding anything back because if you hold anything back and you lose, mm-hmm. you die. I mean, I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah, I, I just, uh, but I don't it, know. His argument at the end of the film was, if we win, we've created something that we don't need to require Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. We don't need her. His The whole purpose of it was to create the Avengers. So and he is that, And to prove that it'll and work. And he doesn't care about loss of life. He said that already. Loss of life is not the concern for him. He's bet total, people's lives on it. I'm not betting. Like, I wouldn't mind betting a few people's lives. But again, total annihilation yeah. or winning. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, at that point, that's not at that a bet point, I think even he would point, make. At that point, that wasn't necessarily total annihilation. That was New York. And an, like an that alien invasion the, conquering the Earth. Well, that yeah. was He knew that's what the end game was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, end game. But I've, for me, like I said, I, I just don't see... If you have Captain Marvel in your back pocket mm-hmm. and the Earth has potential of just being totally annihilated, mm-hmm. why you wouldn't pull that card out then? Or I even, like it. I said, even the actually, I would even call her on the Ultron thing again because Ultron's plan, if he had succeeded, yeah. again, the Avengers exist and they're not winning. They won last minute because a robot with a stone in his head showed up randomly yeah. that he had no knowledge of. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you call Captain Marvel? That's, that I, that I think Winter Soldier, I, I would argue don't that call Captain Marvel. More. No, Captain Marvel don't call don't call Winter Soldier. That I, I think I, I would agree Captain, with a little more than Captain the Avengers. Captain Marvel don't call Winter Soldier, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like even like even the Avengers, like let's say you wanted to create the Avengers, if he called her back, what what stopped him from trying to talk her into joining the Avengers? Why why wouldn't you try to add that asset to your lineup? I mean, I get it, I get yeah. it. Because again, she has she has a tie to Earth. Thor doesn't. Mm-hmm. Other than his girlfriend, kind of, mm-hmm. not anymore. Not anymore. Not now, anymore. now he just shows up because that's where Thanos was. Because that's where Thanos was. Yeah, and his friends Baby are here. Thanos, like yeah. his Daryl, his roommate, right? <laughs> like Daryl, who now rooms with the Grandmaster, right? See yeah, things we so now know. What are you gonna do? But, but that's that's my biggest problem with the Nick with with the timeline and yeah. the fact that she's given him a pager to summon arguably the most powerful character we've encountered so far. Yeah, like. We, she just discovered her powers, just discovered them and is flying through 
arguably sanctuary sanctuary one sorry ship level ships yeah just flying through them just flying through like them. they're butter yeah and then she just stares down an alien spaceship and just goes yeah bring it yeah and the spaceship goes nah and Ro- ronan's like we should go back to the jump point right we yeah. need to leave that's that again, if that's your trump card, anytime so then, there's an extinction so then level event, did the event, movie do too much? I I feel again, they, if if they're setting her up to be the thing that foils Thanos, they had to make see, her overpowered. That's just that's, that's just that. I don't think she's gonna be the one. I don't think one thing will. Fo- if there's anything I've learned from watching these Avengers movies, is that they love and and this is just Avengers of whole. They love having the team come together to work with a plan. All right. Well, I think, I think I think I think she's going to be an integral part. I of think the plan. the plan is going to be we need you to go hand to hand with this dude for as long as possible, as long as possible, while we do something while, else. While we do something and then, else. yeah, a portion of the movie is just going to be Thanos and Captain Marvel beating the shit out of each other. Right. What it took it took Thor getting a god like a king level god weapon in order yeah, which, to take it, on which, Thanos, which, which makes me which begs the question: Thor with uh, Stormbreaker. Versus Captain Marvel. I think Thor, normally, she's more powerful than Thor was at the beginning. Now, who knows? Depends. We don't know. You know we haven't know. seen enough problem. of Thor to do it. She's, yeah. she's again, arguably the, the most, most overpowered character yeah. they've come up with in the MCU so far. Yeah. Which this will be a kind hard of a lose-lose to- for the MCU, if you think about it. Right. Which you is- have to make her overpowered to get people excited for the potential of a fight. But doing so alienates a portion of your you have to you have to be careful not to create the superman complex yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. as soon as superman shows up the fight the fight's over yeah and she doesn't have kryptonite up yeah up to this point that we know about yeah. right we don't except for that dude law <laughs> not really smolder and um smolder uh, but, i need you to smolder but who knows like it's and it's one of those ones again with her being able to fly, and she's crazy fast, and um, because even if she, she was has on the, crazy hot hands, if she was on the other side of the galaxy, or arguably trying to find the, the scrolls a home as far away, so she should be possible. in a galaxy over. She jokingly says it'll reach through a few galaxies, but that could be true, right? And so if she's a couple galaxies away. And it's a year later, or is it even if it's, I mean, unless they're saying it's like six years later, which it doesn't look like it is. No, I think that's more after, I think the scene they showed at the, at the mid credit scene is, is con- like shortly thereafter. Well, I'm well someone hoping, would have to get to New York to get the pager to begin yeah, with. I think it so might I been, would imagine it's I'm probably a few days to a I, week I, later. They got to say, Hey, we're getting some weird signal out in the New York. We got to check it out. And that's where T- they find the pager. Typically these movies take place in the same time frame as the year that we're being watched. So I'm wondering if, again, this could take place a year later. Yeah. If it's a year later, a lot of people are, are saying that's going to be the case. But even, even if she can cross galactic boundaries in a year, that's, and that's just like, is it just her? Can she can, because she can fly in space. We saw her up there with no mask on. Like she had the Cree like force field mask on, but then she was up there just hanging out with the scrolls. No mask. Can she she just survives in space now? Cool. Dope. Boss. She's part of the space, though, so. I'm loving it, but. Um, I'm loving it. I do think uh, uh, the theory states uh, stones can break other stones. So I have a feeling or she'll least, be the or one. Or at least they, you, they can't protect they against can't other stones. They can't protect against, against other, other stones. stones. I wonder if she'll be the one to break the space stone. 
out of I the mean, gauntlet. Yeah, so I think that's that's uh, one of the bigger theories, and this is not what I was telling you about earlier, mm-hmm. but one of the bigger theories is she derives her power from a stone. She can disrupt the full functioning of the gauntlet. Yeah, at that point. Maybe. Uh, maybe. 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 I mean, who, who the I F mean, knows? you have to think, uh, Scarlet Witch gave Thanos a run for his money at the end of Infinity yeah. War. So. She like she like she didn't hold him back, but he had to walk through it and he had But to now we have him. a weakened Thanos. So I'm interested to see yeah. how that pans out. To but um she's the only stone powered individual left. Quicksilver died, Vision yeah. is dead, and so and Scarlet Witch disappeared. So she's the only Bastard. stone Yeah. She's the only yeah. person that's currently stone powered. That's cool. Yeah. Um, they can hold their own. The only other person that might have been was Jane Foster when she was possessed by the um, Aether. But I don't think. And whether or not that left any. She's not coming back. But she's the only other person you could argue that has some level of connection with a stone. Yeah. Um, But who knows? But I think it'll watch after watching the movie. That's that's my one worry for the MCU going forward is Mm -hmm. is the tightrope they're going to have to walk to keep everything in order. Right, so Thor. So, okay, so you have something that happens in Thor. Where's Captain Marvel helping him out? You know, like where's that's Thor? always the case with like superhero films. But now we're talking about like just sheer power level. And well, yeah, I'm and not even talking problem. about that. I'm talking about well, it's, you know, it's I, the J.K. Rowling effect. Well, you need to have a team of people that are looking at your timeline, going, "Yeah, you don't want to do this." I, I also consider it the Matrix effect because if you look at the Matrix and you see, like in the first movie, Neo could barely take on an agent. Then you see in the second movie, Neo owns them and Morpheus is taking on agents. And then you see in the third, it just escalates and escalates and escalates. Uh, so, you know, where does it stop? Oh, it's not going to. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Uh, but no, like my thing is the more movies you add to this, the harder it's going to be to keep this timeline in order. Yeah. Uh, yeah and so it's really important to like have a group of people that look at this and go, yeah, you don't want to do that because it's going to mess with. It's going to mess with what you're doing, you know? You're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a yeah, yeah Marvel, nah, call us. You don't. You don't. <laughs> we want to put the Tesseract in this? It's possible. possible. You're going you're to mess with some timelines a bit, but uh, it's, it's doable. We can shoehorn it in there. Yeah. When Captain Marvel to show up at the end. Maybe? Maybe. Uh, you guys never really went into how fast like, it gets so from what? one end to the so other just, for her. Uh, so just, uh, why why hasn't he done it before? <laughs> yeah. You know what? That'd be funny if one of the first sentences is like, why didn't Fury call you before? And she's just like, like I had things to do. He did call. I just didn't show up. I'd be fine with that, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was busy. <laughs> I, I, I got a blip and then it went away. So I assumed you guys didn't need help. Yeah, yeah, actually, what if he did? What if he did page her, and then he was like, never mind. Or, like, we got this. Like a second guess. I was, on, I was on my way. I need to trust. I need to trust. I need to trust my team. That this team can get can make it. That I would be, be fine okay. with that. Yeah. But, like, but the, the complete he's, lack like, of that. He's in, paged me three times, and this is the third time, and it never stopped. And I knew mm, that was an issue. Interesting. That right. would actually be, he's paged me three times. And I'd be fine with that. Avengers, Avengers 2. And now. But each instance that he paged, it stopped, except for this one. I'd be fine with that. Like, Very if they acknowledge it. But, like, at the moment. I answered all your questions. Thank you. Thank you. I only do two shows tonight. <laughs> have to put that out on Twitter. Um, uh, last, last thoughts for you guys. What else jumped out to you? Um, 
Oh, no, you like Stanley's cameo. I do. I thought it was, was the best Stan, barring Into the Spider-Verse, because I, I think we look at that as a little bit different. Um, I think it was the best Stanley cameo because it was Stanley as Stanley. And just that moment when they look at each other and she kind of smirks and he kind of smirks back. Yeah. And it was just such a Stanley thing. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, where, where it's kind of like everything's going to be OK. Yeah. <laughs> you know that you know you you know and the the beginning of the movie with the, and and props you 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 missed this uh but at the beginning of the movie instead of the normal uh ticker with um all the marvel characters uh it it was all stan lee and his cameos yeah it was good uh, stuff. people literally clapped for that and i i thought i would hope they do that again in, in for end game i i really yeah. do um but yeah i thought it was the best uh stan lee cameo he's reading a script from mall rats uh, which yeah. was great. Uh, really, it was such a 90s thing. And the the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Was uh, so good. My sister was like, oh, it was the greatest soundtrack. It was it was the best. Um, I'm, I am I don't really particularly like 90s music, so I'm, I'm uh, fine. I thought it was great when there, she, she gets into a fight on the in the lab ship. And uh, I'm uh, I'm just a girl uh, uh, by by no doubt uh, starts playing. And it was perfect i wouldn't say it was bad but it didn't resonate with me as much as it did everybody else which is fine i'm just not that into uh, 90s music what about what about you diamond um uh i left the theater uh i I left the theater content with like what i watched Mm -hmm. um the the unfortunate reality is i am i am of the community that just saw this as a hurdle, a stepping like, stone. It's yeah. just I, I, I need to get over game. this so I can get to what I'm what I'm here for. Get me to that, <laughs> which is which is Endgame. Um, it, it is get no secret. Captain America is my favorite character, so seeing Captain Marvel on the screen, I was like, "Yo, this is dope. This is awesome. It's gonna be great." Moving I need on. Endgame right can't, now. Can't wait! Can't wait to see her fight Thanos. Yeah, can't <laughs> wait to see her in Endgame. They were like, "What did you think of Captain Marvel?" I said, "Can't wait to see her in Endgame." I have the like. Um, I have this feeling that Endgame is just going to be so much. There's going to be so uh, much going uh, on. Marvel. They haven't confirmed it yet, but rumors uh, state that it is going to be three hours, and, and they are researching inter- intermission. An, an intermission. Yeah, if there's an and intermission, it, we got to get on that because it's like, it's too much to do in like two hours. Uh, it's not possible. Um, I'm going to need a catheter. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how. I think an I mean, hour and a half, hour and a half intermission last hour and a half. Get through it. Ends on the cliffhanger of Captain America dying at the intermission. Stop. <laughs> no, I, just, I can just imagine doing like a live stream with you, with you crying. <laughs> She's he had the shield again. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be great. A fucking emotional roller coaster. Dude, I, I cannot wait. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, uh, but yeah, I unfortunately am in that like I was in the theater and I was watching it and I was enjoying it and I was just like, I, need, I, I don't know. I needed I to be it, April 26th. I think like, it right really now. hyped me up for it. Yeah. Um, you know, not that I wasn't hyped for it to begin with, but it's just that like little little icing on the cake. Yeah, like I said at the beginning, uh, not not a great start for our 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 horse pick to get to the end of the MCU as the main villain. We picked yeah, the Supreme yeah. Intelligence, and uh, not a great start. Could get better. Could get um, better, but. Not a great start. Yeah, I, I, it came out of the gate pretty slow. I think if that's the the supreme intelligence we're getting, I think it's going to be centralized um, within she, Captain the, Marvel. I I think what's going to become instead of the the supreme intelligence carrying us, it's the supreme intelligence plan that's carrying us, and it's going to be the lieutenants 
Like it's like going to be young, the young like rock. rock. Like I think, that's, did they sign him for a multi-picture deal? They signed everybody for multi-picture deals. So, I mean, they yeah, could no still use him. The He's still there. Anymore. He's still there. I think even on the off chance, they only want to use you for one. They sign you for multiple because yeah, it's cheaper yeah. that way in case they decide they want to. This is true. Um, but yeah, I figure like that's where you're going to get like that might be where Jude Law shines later on. When he actually gets to be a villain. When he gets to be like the central character acting on the orders of like the Supreme Intelligence is the the supercomputer that's moving all the chess pieces. Mm-hmm. And then we get to see the king on the board. Is Yon Rock. Is Yon Rock. Yeah, yeah. And he's manipulating all the pieces on the board and who knows, for the Supreme Intelligence. who knows what the Supreme Intelligence did to him when he came back. Right. Like, we'll see. Say if if this is to survive, Captain Marvel two is going to be the one that does it. Yeah. Or the first Champions film, because by that point we'll have one uh, by the time that comes around. But I still so. think like Secret Invasion is still possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything that we've put out so far is still possible. The this fact didn't that the damage it too much. The Scree, the Cree, and the Scroll are at war with one another. Like, like, at its core, everything yeah. is. Everything is still, um, and who knows who the who the scrolls will try to recruit? Yeah, I like to put it this way: uh, if we're a boat, we took some dents, but we're not still we're much, still not as many as sailing. I thought we could. Yeah, have. that we could have. I really but we're still sailing. Like they could have just bombed it with like the supreme. They could have just being like a giant good guy. Yeah, like it could have been really or, bad. Or they could have been like, oh, this, you killed the supreme intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, right. That would have been bad too. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you know, awesome. hey. We're still, we're still ticking. We're still ticking, and we're I'm still the last along. of the scrolls. We are the <laughs> <laughs> that would have bombed it. Our too. universe is still alive, uh, but no. Captain Marvel is in theaters right now. You can go ahead and, and see it and uh, uh, render your opinion for yourself. And we would love to hear your opinions. Yo, let us know. Uh, and there are also new ways to get a hold of us. No, 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 so, no. no. Uh, let's, uh, pause right here for a moment. If you are listening on Apple podcasts, nothing has changed for you. You can continue to listen on Apple podcasts. You can do your thing. You can email, and, uh, you, subscribe, you can, email, you can, you can leave comments. Yeah, you can do all that stuff. That's absolutely uh, fine. Twitter, uh, Instagram. Cause somebody's checking that probably. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, maybe somewhere. Else. But There's if, options. if you want to interact with us even more, uh, you can do so on anchor.fm forward slash S one radio. Uh, that is, you can download the Anchor app on uh, any uh, mobile device. Uh, you can go to the website uh, on your computer uh, and you can listen to us. And there are new ways to interact with us. You can leave us a voice message directly voice from message. Uh, the listing page. We'd love to hear your lovely uh, voices. There's also a really dope feature. I don't know if you guys picked up on this. They can drop, uh, they look like applauses, like hand claps on points that i guess they agree with us oh nice so okay. if we say yeah, yeah, something yeah. they could drop the hand clap and it'll show on the timeline of how many what, people agree with us how on many that? people agree with us on Is that like point in particular not that i know i haven't seen it uh, i've only seen the hand clap one <laughs> um but it's like highlight points for that but i'm curious is my message still undeletable uh probably <laughs> I haven't looked at it. um uh but yeah anchor.fm it's incredibly interactive just search sanctuary one radio we are the only one on that platform sanctuary one please uh be sure to to give us a, a follow there uh or a star as it's described there uh so that you yeah, could get the newest episodes. Us. Yeah, favorite us. Uh, and then leave us a, a, a voicemail there. It's a big deal. We get to hear from you guys rather than an email. Uh, it's it's, it's, more it's pretty dope. Yeah, it's we more can play personal. the message on air. I don't think, yeah, we can play the message on if, air. If, if you're okay with that. I also don't think you need an account for that. 
which is cool. I don't think you need to create an anchor account to do any of to those leave an things, anonymous message? to leave a message, okay. anonymous or to message. do any of those things. So you can just download the app and have a ball. Anchor.fm forward slash S1 radio is the site. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, nothing's changing for you. You can go ahead and listen and follow and subscribe. But if you want to come over to Anchor, you can do that as well, whatever you want to do. Um, but that is going to be it for us. Uh, the episode that you guys are going to get next week, I'm very excited. Uh, we are going to have a nice discussion around literature and film uh in in comic books and how you're seeing the changes kind of an extension from our discussion about the mcu with the movies about how the the those two uh mediums are evolving and changing as the quality improves uh for Mm -hmm. comic book films so and book films and book films we go we go to as literature translates into film into film like what that's looking like especially for the genres that we like like sci-fi fantasy basically anything like source material wise that has a source material that's not just movie yeah so if you're a book fan and uh and you want to listen to us ramble on for about an hour uh come on by uh but that is going to be it for us uh so for myself for side uh for props uh, we'll see you guys next week Toodles.